Welcome to today's Five Good Minutes on the Ten Commandments. Today we'll be considering the Eighth Commandment with David Bowens. So now the next question is, if God owns everything, including us, then how is it possible to steal from him? Let me give you an example. If I were to give you some money and ask you to go to the store, give me some bread, eggs, and cheese, you take the money, you go to the store, you buy the bread, eggs, and cheese, but then you take it home and enjoy it for yourself. You know, and everyone listening to this knows that you have stolen the money and the things that I have given to you. Likewise, God created everything. He made each of us intimately knowing every part that he made and put in us so that it could be cultivated for his glory and used so that we could glorify him and how we engage in it. When we take those things and use them for our own glory, we have to wrestle with the fact that it is possible we are stealing from God. You see, God created everything that includes each of us. And he knit us together in our mother's womb. We see this in Psalm 139 verses 13 through 14. He gifted us specifically for the work and purposes that he intended us for. Even the work of our hands are his. The abilities that we've matured over time, we were, were all given to us to steward for his glory. Everything that was made could not have been made without him. We see this affirmed in John 1 verses 3 through 4. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. When God made man, he made man in his image and his likeness. And obviously, by what we see in Genesis, it was for us to be in a constant open fellowship with the Lord. It is the first question and answer of the Westminster Catechism. What is the chief end of man to glorify God and to enjoy him forever? This is our highest purpose. I believe this was God's desire. However, we have dropped the ball on this. What we now have to wrestle with is if all that we have has been given and was meant for God's glory. If we use these things for anything else other than to give God glory, are we stealing? I'm a singer. And if I were to sing secular music, I would be taking what gift God has given me and using it to glorify myself. Specifically, if I'm using it to sing to the indulgences of this world, if I sing to sex or, or, or to the indulgences of alcohol or partying or anything that doesn't honor God, I'm taking what he has gifted me to use and using it in a perverse way. Likewise, if I sing secular music and I'm singing about my love for my wife, it may not be specifically sacred or Christian, but it honors God because it is honoring to God for a husband to love his wife. And so to sing about that, I believe would bring God glory. Now, that same argument can be had in the church and sacred music. If I were to sing a sacred song, but my heart was not present in it, and I'm just singing just for to, to be stylistically glorified, then I'm missing the entire point of the purpose of what this was meant for. So the truth of the matter is God knows our heart more than we could ever know it. And we can act like we're doing things right and act like I'm standing up here and honoring God with my gift. But in Jeremiah 17, 9, 
through 10, it says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Only God genuinely knows our hearts and what we're doing and how we're engaging. We can even deceive ourselves into stealing what God has given to us to use for his glory. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to check out all our content and podcasts on Orchard Hill Plus. You can find that and so much more on our website or the Orchard Hill app. 